Hi, Anna. Hi, Sam. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah, and I'm tired and silly and yeah. Did you get a chance to watch the coronation this weekend? Did you get up? Wait, five o'clock in the morning, my time. So two o'clock in the morning, your time to watch the coronation? No. Yeah, I I also didn't watch the coronation uh, because I wasn't getting up at five. I don't get up at five in the morning for anything. Like if it were my coronation, I would have been like, not five in the morning. Sorry. What are you getting crowned as? Ooh. Empress. Of what, though? Everything. Why not? Sure. Vote me for Galactic Overlord. A chicken in every pot and a ray gun in every hand. Yeah, but what kind of chicken? A coronation chicken! Oh, no. (laughs) Yes! Yes! This is what I actually want to talk about. Oh, no. (laughs) I broke Sam. This is a solo show now. Okay, Um, yeah. Yes, because I want to talk about not really the coronation chicken, although the coronation chicken plays an important supporting role. Okay. But I really want to talk about the coronation quiche. Oh, yeah. You made the quiche last week. I thought you... you I put it on our Patreon. There was a review. Patreon? We do have a Patreon. Early Patreon plug. The Baba Yaga Project on Patreon. Please give us a little bit of money so we can continue to deliver fantastic episodes like the one you're listening to now. I like it when people give us money. But, uh... Yeah, for my full thoughts on the quiche, you must visit the Baba Yaga Patreon. Uh, But what I wanted to talk about is not the quiche itself, but the tradition of having a coronation food, Mm -hmm. which I assumed must be ancient. That like, we have coronation quiche this time. Queen Elizabeth II had a coronation chicken, and her father probably had a coronation ration loaf and... Sure. Her grandfather probably had a coronation little bump of cocaine. I don't know. It was the late 19th century, early right. 20th century, whatever. Like, What about the guy who abdicated? Was Would he have... He uh, had a little coronation fascism as a treat. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Nice. A little bit of nice. a coronation nice. boot. Uh, a coronation um, American divorcee? No, but the, the, the coronation quiche... And this is yeah. not spoiling my Patreon contribution, which you must fork over some cash to read. Yeah. Reviews have been mixed to negative on the quiche, because yeah. first of all, why a quiche? That seems weird. Who was craving a quiche? And second of all, it's kind of a weird quiche. Yeah. So I assume that the reason they had to bring out the coronation quiche is because there always has to be a coronation meal. Right. And then I did my research. And it turns out that, no, coronation chicken is the first official coronation food. And there's no need to have any more. Interesting. And coronation chicken wasn't meant to become a hit. Oh, interesting. So who invented it? Was it, like, was it an official thing? Yes. So the way, the thing that happened is that when Queen Elizabeth was crowned, Mm -hmm. uh, the Cordon Bleu cooking school in London... Mm-hmm. was asked to cater the luncheon after the mm-hmm. coronation. And their space was too small. They couldn't do it at the cooking school because they didn't have a big enough banquet hall. Mm-hmm. And the hall that they wanted to have it in didn't have a kitchen that was big enough. So the the decision was made that they would cater a cold luncheon 
mm-hmm. and the kitchen would be used because it was so small to just heat up soup and tea and coffee. Mm-hmm. And so as part of the cold luncheon, they served coronation chicken as a salad. And it wasn't called coronation chicken. It mm. was called chicken a la reine Elizabeth. Poulet à la reine Elizabeth. Okay. It's similar, right? It's, it's Queen Elizabeth's chicken. Right. And it was a poached chicken breast mm-hmm. served in a creamy sauce with apricots and some curry. Okay, and, and remind me what the the classic uh, coronation chicken recipe is. Yeah, so poached chicken breast. Right. And it goes in a sauce of cream, I think some mayonnaise, various seasonings. I think some wine goes in the sauce, classically. Uh, there are tinned apricots and uh, curry powder. Although, classically, the curry powder was just a little tiny amount to kind of give it some nuttiness now it's a lot more curry forward and classically it was apricots i've never had this dish with apricots i've had it with mango and i've had it with grapes yeah mayonnaise based sauce yeah not a cream sauce with a little bit of mayonnaise in it's a mayonnaise based sauce most of the time now yeah yeah Yeah, so it's it's evolved quite a bit but when the menus went out, people were really curious about what poulet à la reine Elizabeth could possibly be. Right. And so a recipe was published by the Cordon Bleu Cooking School. Mm-hmm. And it just happened that this was kind of a perfect dish for your street party, right? And in the oh, UK. Yeah, you could eat it like a salad. You could put it on a sandwich. Exactly. Right? You could put it on a bun. You could put it, have it plain. Yeah, mayonnaise is a thing that you probably have in your fridge. If you had a roast chicken the night before, you can use yeah the leftovers. You, you could just use whatever chicken bits you have, right? Yeah, like I mean, classically, yeah. you would use the white meat of the breast. Well, yeah, but, but and probably the when the recipe came out, you know, for an occasion like the coronation, you would. But because it's so simple, and it was so different with the fruit and the curry powder. Mm-hmm. In the 1950s, mm-hmm. uh, which is also the golden age of mayonnaise-based fridge-cold salads, right? This yeah, is yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the great age of refrigeration technology. Yeah. Have I mentioned yet that I think this whole idea is a war crime? Like, it's despicable? Like, <laughs> you, you think this is something that the chickens should object to on humanitarian grounds? I, I like You and I have had this conversation before about how weird it is that in Judaism you shouldn't uh, cook a calf in his mother's milk, but you're allowed to put egg products over a chicken. Like, yeah. I, I just. But it's not on religious. Mayonnaise. You don't object on religious grounds. You just object to mayonnaise. Well, I mean, I think on basic fundamental moral levels, yeah, mayonnaise is offensive. Like, it's it's uh, unpalatable to a, a level that I I think kind of transcends taste. And just kind of goes into world historical criminality. See, I like mayo. Okay, right. So you're and I like a mayo based salad. Like I like a tuna mayo, and I like I like a chicken. I don't love a chicken salad. It doesn't. Chicken salad is gross. Not my favorite. I hate coronation chicken. Okay, so I like for me. It's the fruit. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, sure. I like a potato salad. I like a tuna salad, salmon mayo, like, whatever. That's all great. 
I'll dip a carrot in some ranch dressing, I guess. Like, I don't mind a creamy or mayonnaise thing. Yeah. Coronation salad, you could chase me down the street with. And it doesn't help that it was, like, a thing in my family where uh, we would sometimes have it with the leftover roast chicken from the night before and whatever fruit was hanging around. Yeah, okay, that's weird. And so, like, oh, these grapes are a little bit past it and we have some chicken. We'll just pick all the meat off the carcass throw in some grapes, some mayonnaise, and some curry powder, and then foist it on our unsuspecting children. And I think it's gross. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so my my great apologies to the good folks at the Cordon Bleu in London, but I, I don't like it. They were um, following a trend at the time. I, I well, think but, but the British public came to love it, and it's still yeah. a classic. I saw something today that the Cordon Bleu is – doing a special chicken salad, like coronation chicken on a bun special right now to Mm. celebrate Charles's coronation. And it's selling like crazy because people just love this chicken salad dish. And they have all this familial nostalgia around it. Um, And it's just become a, a British classic, right? It's up there with scones and chicken tikka masala and bangers and like i love that it took you a second to find delicious traditional well and yeah chicken tikka masala and the wigan kebab like it's up there exactly yeah yeah, yeah. it's up there right like you walk into any tesco frick you yeah you walk into boots the chemist and they have like a sad refrigerated sandwich section which i've never tried but it exists yeah and you can have a prawn sandwich or you can have a coronation chicken sandwich like it is it has totally trickled down almost instantly trickled down from food that was literally served to royalty and its nobility Mm -hmm. to something that you can make for a weeknight supper for your children because it was inexpensive. It was a little bit different, but it still had enough familiar components that people like could get on its level. I have um, just told and confirmed that there are coronation chicken flavored crisps. Yeah. In case you were wondering. I am 0% surprised. Like multiple I would try things. one. I would 100% yeah, try I one. Would try Don't. One too. I don't think I would yeah. enjoy it. I don't know that I'd go back for a second. No. But, and I think that's great. I don't have to enjoy it to think it's cool how this dish has trickled down from the most elite level to something that you can get anywhere. Yeah, yeah, Um, And that it did so, so quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do you think this is going to happen with the quiche? No, that's my thing. The quiche is not actually a very good representation of what people need right now and what people right. want to eat right now. Yeah. Um, uh, would, but, but, um, so you made the quiche. I did. Yeah. And tell me about the quiche. Well, I will give what, you a sneak what preview. What, what goes in the quiche? So what goes in the quiche is it's a crust and the crust yeah. contains flour, which is good yeah. and normal. Yeah. Salt, good and normal. Butter, yeah. good and normal. Yeah. And lard, which is good for crust making, but yeah. a weird choice in 2023 if you're trying to make a dish that the entire population can enjoy. Yeah. 
just because yeah. Britain obviously has a significant population of people who don't eat pork for religious reasons, but also or vegetarians, but also right? vegetarians. And like, also I had to buy lard for this thing. What am I going to do with most of a pound of lard? I have 425 grams of lard in my fridge. Yeah, exactly. Um, I get like, I don't, I genuinely don't know. Readers, listeners, write in. Tell me what the hell to do with all this lard. Your favorite um, lard recipes. But yeah. that's the thing. The point you're trying to make is that people today don't have a favorite lard recipe, right? Like it's not something. No, uh, no. it did yeah. make a pretty good crust. And then the the custard is eggs. Actually, fairly few eggs, which I think is probably about food shortages right now. And egg, the price of eggs, which is astronomical. Interesting. Um. Butter and uh, milk and cream, which is that's that's a quiche, right? That's they just yeah, have to go yeah, in a quiche. Yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of tarragon, which is an interesting choice because it is not a particularly British seasoning. It's much more associated with French cookery, mm-hmm. but also it's not something most people just have knocking around in their homes. Like I like tarragon a lot, but it's. Not something people necessarily have to hand. Yeah. Uh, and you don't need tons of it. Like, you, you need a tablespoon, which is a lot of tarragon. But mm. if you buy a little packet at the supermarket, you're going to figure out what to do with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's spinach, which is good. That's good. That's just a straightforward quiche ingredient. Yeah. And then it's broad beans or soya beans, which is to say edamame or fava beans. And those... I don't entirely follow why those are in the quiche. And you can read all my thoughts about this on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, but needless to say, you don't think it's going to become a crisp flavor. No, because yeah. I don't think what the British people need right now is a recipe. I, like, I'm not British. I'm not the Pope of Brits. They don't speak for what they want or need. But mm-hmm. somehow I feel like... Ah, the king has told us about his favorite quiche. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't slap in 2023 the way Ah, chicken the queen's own chicken did in the mm-hmm. 1950s. Mhm. Um and the other recipes that were released, like there was a whole bit bevy of them released which kind of which were like, of, like contenders uh, or were like were they like here you can have a whole coronation meal well the idea was that like oh if you want to have a lawn party for mm-hmm. the coronation here's some nice ideas and one of them was like a prawn taco with a pineapple salsa which doesn't Wait, so, I, so like, was this released by like the palace like it was, was released official? by the palace in conjunction with well-known chefs Interesting. Or palace chefs. I'm not entirely sure what all of them were. So who chose the quiches to send your piece dish? They did. The The palace did. Well, presumably the the king. Probably the king's PR person. Okay. Uh, So, so, yeah, finish your point. Finish your point. I have to say. None of these things were like, like, not even to get on my high horse about like, Jews don't eat prawns, generally speaking. There are Mm -hmm. obviously exceptions. And, yeah. And vegetarians also don't eat prawns generally, although yeah. there are, of course, exceptions. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. Not everything is for everybody. Mm-hmm. But a pine, like it just, it felt so 
missing the moment in such a funny way. It felt like, oh, this is what's trendy right now instead of like people can't afford to eat in the UK. Okay, so I I I think yeah, so like obviously uh the United Kingdom is a failing state and whatever and there are is a lot of poverty, but I think uh when I saw this recipe, it felt like s- such a good indication of maybe now we are going to get to my feelings about the monarchy. I uh, indication of who Charles is where it's it's a very vegetable heavy low egg quiche with a lard crust right yeah and so it feels really political it feels really pointed messaging about um he's the shut up and eat your vegetables king yeah well we have to encourage people to eat their vegetables right and you know you don't want all of that cholesterol but you know traditionally you make a crust for a quiche with lard so you can't you can't do anything about that right so it it feels like this sort of have your cake and eat it too about like yeah we're hip and modern we're gonna put edamame beans in a quiche and that's how you're we're gonna get around uh cutting down the egg because you still get some protein from the beans um and tarragon, oh, that's interesting in French. French is foreign, but it's also like the thing that you do for nice cooking in the European tradition, right? So I don't know. It, it feels... feels very green and pleasant land conservative, right? Where exactly. it's, it's eat your veggies, exactly. yeah. cut down on your cholesterol, try yeah. an intri- try eat seasonally, eat the seasonal bean. Yeah. Have but have it in a fancy tart. Yep. With a crispy lard crust. Yeah. I love a fancy tart. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it does feel very Charles. And it also feels, and again, not to give too much away, but I did have a moment eating it where I was like, did these guys just trick me into eating like eating my veggies? Is yeah. this like a very posh version of a parent blending the carrots into the tomato sauce it feels like they're doing that but for a whole nation yeah like what it kind of feels like and it it just feels weird and that's that's kind of the guy that i think charles wants to be is he wants to be like papa britain and maybe papa commonwealth a little bit and he just wants to like i don't know tell us all to eat our vegetables and to cut down on our cholesterol you know Yeah. yeah But he still wants to have his cream and his lard. Absolutely. Oh, no, you, because you can't not, right? Yeah, and the other thing, so the other thing that struck me is that I can't figure out whether they ate the quiche on Saturday, the, the fa- royal family. Right. Because the thing about coronation chicken is that the queen ate it and liked it. Right. Like, the thing that made people curious about this dish is that it showed up on the menu and they were like, wow, this has an exciting name. I wonder what it is. Well, so that's the other thing about this is that coronation chicken happened organically, right? It was prepared for the queen and then people decided that they wanted it. And this is – they're going the opposite and saying, well, we're going to make a new tradition where we decide what you want, you know? And it's, it's, it's weird. It yeah, feels, and they've done that in the past. Weird. 
They yeah. did that. They did that for the Platinum Jubilee last year. They had right, a I, competition I, about who can make the dessert for the Jubilee, and it was a trifle. I was going to say that because I, I remember stuff happening for at least for that Jubilee and maybe for and, other ones. And they had what, Nadia Hussein off Bake Off uh, bake the Queen's 90th birthday cake. Very sweet. Very sweet. So, like, they, they, they were trying to do these things of, like, here's what the Queen's birthday cake is going to be. Nadia Hussein is making it, and here's where you yeah. get the recipe. Yeah. But that, again, feels more like Coronation Chicken, where it's like, this is a real thing that the real Queen is really eating. Yeah. As opposed to, we've hired some people to come up with some things that we think you should make. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I don't know what their alternative could have been. I guess the alternative is you just do nothing or you publish well, the, the menu. The alternative was a shrimp taco with a pineapple salsa. Yeah, and, and they had some other people do stuff. There was some kind of cake. I think Prulith did something. But, like, it felt so ephemeral and so haphazard. And yeah. it, it felt so meh. Yeah. That I just wonder if it would have been better if they had done nothing or if they had pre previewed the menu. Mm -hmm. You know, if they had tried to let it happen organically. Yeah. Um, but also Britain is different now than it was 70 years ago and the Commonwealth is different now than it was 70 years ago. Yeah, absolutely. And like I don't know, even though it's not official wine poached cream sauce apricots and almost no curry coronation chicken mm. like the fact that my parents know know how to do that blindfolded your parents know how to do that blindfolded yeah like uh, most like middle class white people know how to make a coronation chicken in the anglosphere sure in the anglosphere yeah. um in canada i would say yeah, uh yeah. Maybe. Or like the fact that it, it wasn't something... something I grew up with. It wasn't okay. at all something I grew up with. But the fact that like probably there is, a, you know, there are places that last weekend were serving coronation chicken yeah. in Canada as like a sandwich special. Yeah, absolutely there were. Yeah. I'm, That's I am to where the monarchy was. British uh, English, or of, of Canadian monarchism. In yeah. Victoria, British Columbia, which is like this little tiny corner of England that's been just like transposed into the west coast of Canada. Um, I absolutely there are people eating coronation chicken here. Uh, Did you have bunting? Personally, no. No, but, but was uh, there? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I wasn't downtown over the weekend, but yes, there was bunting. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that tells you, I mean, this is one of the big holdouts of monarchism. In Quebec, uh, you wouldn't have known. I, you know, I was reminded that the coronation was happening because I walked past the Ritz-Carlton on Friday night. Right. And there were a bunch of really well-dressed people with, like, fascinators. Yeah, and in weird. Union Jack colors. And I was like, oh, that must be for the thing. Um and that tells you that we're in a different place now than we were 70 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, there is still enough nostalgia for that long ago time that preserves things like coronation chicken and affection for the monarchy. Mm -hmm. But I don't predict that my children or grandchildren will get on a podcast and talk about how their mother used leftover spinach to make the coronation quiche. 
would be very surprised. I'd be very yeah. surprised. Yeah. This is all very interesting. This is very, very fascinating. I think maybe this is a good place to stop though, hey? Yes. Yes. So We've already thank plugged you. Patreon. Yes, very efficiently. But thank you so much for taking a break with us at Baba Yaga. I love taking uh, a break. You can find our Patreon at the Baba Yaga Project, and you can find us under the Baba Yaga Project on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Yep. Yeah, man. All right. TikTok's been really, really hot recently. Check that yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for taking a break, everybody. Bye. Bye.